Okay, my friends. So today we are going to read a story, which is a very ancient story, and it's been told for lots and lots of centuries, passed down from generation to generation. And it actually is a story that affects a lot of people in this world, because a lot of people um, are going to celebrate this story in one way or another. And I wanted to share it with you um, because we love old stories here and we particularly love them if they are really um, stories that that have lasted for a very long time. And this one certainly has. So this is the story of Passover. This was written by David A. Adler and it's illustrated by Jill Weber. And I will, as usual, put some of the pictures up on my Instagram so you can see what we're talking about as we go. So without any further ado, the story of Passover read today by mommy and a statue. Oh, okay. And a statue who sits next to her with a blankie and doesn't... Oh, covered in blue moss. I thought it was a blankie. Oh, well, sometimes moss can be considered a blanket. Um, Let's do this thing. The story of Passover begins more than 3,000 years ago when Jacob and his family settled in Egypt. Now, Jacob was also called Israel, and his family were called the children of Israel. And they were also called Hebrews because of the language they spoke. They spoke a language called Hebrew, okay? Now, many years passed, and Jacob and all his children had all died. And to the Pharaoh, who was the ruler of Egypt, the children of Israel were, they were outsiders. And he was afraid that one day they would rebel. So to control them, he made them slaves and he forced them to do hard work and they were beaten and some of them were killed. It was slavery as we know is never a good situation, no matter where it's at or in what country. In what? Um, to have slaves is not a good thing. No, no, asking him, he was afraid. That they would rebel? Oh, very good question. So when someone rebels or is rebellious, they say, I don't want to do what you tell me to do, and I'm not going to. And they turn on whoever the leader is and say, I refuse to do what you ask. I'm going to do what I want. And now I have seen some rebellion in, I don't know, various people who say to their mummies, I'm not going to make my bed. I'm not going to brush my teeth. These are all very rebellious things. And it doesn't honor our parents. And it's not kind or obedient, is it? Mm -mm. So this pharaoh was very worried about that. And now things might get kind of sad. The wise men of Egypt told the pharaoh that one day a Hebrew boy would be born who would lead his people against Egypt. They couldn't tell him which boy it would be, so the Pharaoh decreed that every newborn hero boy must be thrown into the river and drowned. And that's fairly awful, isn't it? 
because we know that life is precious and babies are wonderful things. But this Pharaoh, I think he's got his priorities messed up a little bit, don't you? Mm -hmm. One boy was saved. At first, his mother hid him. And then he grew too big to hide. And so she placed him in a small basket and she put the basket in the river. And the baby's sister, Miriam, hid nearby to see what would happen. Now, a princess, the Pharaoh's daughter, found the baby and she named him Moses and planned to raise him as her own child. Now, Miriam ran to her. Should I get you someone to help with the baby? Yes, the princess said. Miriam brought the baby's mother to work in the palace, and Moses was adopted by the princess. But he knew that he was one of the children of Israel. Well, now that's a good turn of luck. Instead of drowning, he has now become raised by a princess in a castle. Who is that guy? Well, let's read it. When he was a young man, he saw an Egyptian beating a slave. Now, we know not to hurt people. We know not to hit. That's against the rules, right? So when he sees this guy hitting this other guy, he gets really upset. And then Moses attacked the Egyptian, and, uh-oh, we have a big problem now. He killed him. I don't think he meant to. I'm going to guess he didn't. But nevertheless, it happened. And when he did, guess what happened to poor Moses? He was like, oh, I've really screwed up now. I'm going to run away. And so he did. Poor Moses. He's really having a rough time. Now Moses settled far away from Egypt. And he moved on with his life. He got married and he began to work as a shepherd. But one day, while Moses was watching his sheep, he saw a burning bush. Now there were flames, but the bush wasn't harmed. It didn't burn up. That's interesting. Have you ever seen something on fire that didn't burn up? No, I haven't either. Okay. Oh, but look, look at this. Moses, Moses, a voice called from the bush. Here I am, said Moses. God spoke to Moses from the burning bush, and he told Moses to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now Moses and his older brother Aaron went to Pharaoh and they asked him to let the children of Israel go free. But the Pharaoh refused and he forced the children of Israel to work even harder, which doesn't seem like a very kind thing to do. I think maybe this, this Pharaoh might be a little bit confused. He might be having a rough time too. That, mm. that, that Pharaoh... This, this Pharaoh. Mm-hmm should be found in jail. He's a really bad guy. Well, you know what? I think we all make mistakes from time to time. 
you know? So we want to make sure that we have a lot of compassion and then, on think, people. And then I think God comes Let's find out what happens. Moses and Aaron warned him that if he didn't let the Hebrews, Hebrews go, the waters of Egypt would turn to blood. And when Pharaoh refused, the waters turned to blood. Now that had to be very hard on the Egyptians because how could they drink water? They couldn't. It was all gross and not good to drink. Oh, we have a big problem now. That was the first plague to strike Egypt. So a plague is a, some, something that happens that covers the whole land and makes people, and, and, and is bad. It's a, it makes people uncomfortable or sick or um, bad feeling or just in general, it's not good. So. And that was from God. Mm-hmm. Now there were 10 of these plagues. The next frogs covered the land. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. Mm hmm. A thick cloud of lice swarmed over Egypt. Oh no. Animals ran wild. The Egyptian cattle became terribly sick and died. Mm hmm. This is not a good situation at all. Then painful boils broke out on the skin of the Egyptians. Oh no. Well, so have you ever? No, no. What is that stuff? Okay, so red and yellow stuff. So in the picture, first we see that the Egyptians have boils on them, which is like a big ouchie, a big sore um, on your skin. Right. Mm-hmm. And then huge hailstones mixed with fire fell on the land, and now that is something because hail is usually made out of ice. And if it's been mixed with fire, if it's flaming fire, we've got a real problem on our hands now. Then a swarm of locusts attacked Egypt. Now locusts are kind of like grasshopper type bugs, but they eat everything. And they would have probably eaten all of the crops that the Egyptians were growing. So now they wouldn't have any food, okay? Then it was dark as night in the middle of the day. And then came the 10th plague. One by one, the firstborn Egyptian sons died. The angel of death only visited the homes of the Egyptians and he passed over the homes of the children of Israel. And that is why we call it the Passover, because we want we don't we don't want anyone to to die. We definitely do not like that. That is incredibly sad, because we love our our children, especially our sons and daughters. Yeah, and we would not want any harm to come to them. So we would try our best to do what was commanded, so that we wouldn't have this plague affect us. Now. The Pharaoh was frightened. He was our firstborn son. So he called for Moses and Aaron. Leave now, he told them. Go quickly before we all die. And I think that was probably the smartest thing he had done. 
Now, the children of Israel left that very night. But the next day, Pharaoh had a change of heart. He and his army chased the former slaves. The Pharaoh's soldiers had horses, and their chariots were getting closer and closer to the children of Israel. The Red Sea was in front of them, and the soldiers were behind them, and they seemed trapped. Yeah, when you come to a sea, you can't just go walking through it because seas can be very big and very deep. So now what are we going to do? Well, God told Moses to lift his stick. He had a staff in his hands, right? And to spread his hands over the sea. And when Moses did, the sea divided straight in half. Do you see in the picture, friends, we can see how when Moses is holding up his staff, the waters are sliding open. And the children of Israel walked through the sea on dry land. Now Pharaoh's army followed them. Oh no. And when the soldiers were in the middle of the sea, Moses raised his staff again and the waters flooded together. And the Egyptians drowned and the children of Israel were free. So on Passover, Jewish people all over the world celebrate their freedom from slavery and their beginnings as a great nation. And that is, in general, the story of Passover. There's a lot there to be discussed. So I think if you want to talk about it, if you have any questions, I'm ready to help you answer them. And that is, say it with me, the, the end.